Sokala Duma Radio. There were some high-profile visitors at Sokala Duma offices recently when Guido Vada, the head of international relations at Dutch Champions Final, stopped by to discuss their involvement in the Free State International Football Program. He was joined by Rustam Siemens, who is the managing director of Sim Sports International, the agency which founded the program. Along with outlining the incredible opportunity that this program offers to players and coaches in the province, Vada also discussed SA talent in general, as well as giving his thoughts on former Feyenoord players Gamuhelo Mukhocho and Kebet Erasmus. Here is their interview with Sokala Duma International Editor David Kapel. Sokala Duma Radio. So today we have Rastam Simon, CEO of SimSport International and Gido Fada who works as head of international relations at Eredivisie Club uh, Feyenoord Rotterdam with us and they are here to chat to us about the Free State International Football Program. Um, the program gives young South Africans a chance to be scouted and invited to Feyenoord's academy overseas. And yeah, gentlemen, if you could maybe just introduce yourselves a bit more to our listeners. Tell us a bit about the program as well. Yeah, my name is Guido Vada. I'm the manager of international relations at Feyenoord. I've been working with the club for uh, 17 years now, and the last five years dedicated to our international programs, through which I met Rastum. Yeah, it's Rastum Simons here of Simsport International. We are the con- people who conceptualized and implementers of the Free State International football program, uh, sponsored by the Free State Provincial Government. Okay, and Rastum, um, the project is now running in its seventh year. What's the idea behind it, and how does it work? Yeah, the, the project started out as a legacy project after the 2010 World Cup. I think leading up to the World Cup, there were quite a few projects um, around across the country with a focus on ending at 2010 World Cup. And the Free State Government wanted something that would carry on much longer than the Free State, uh, than the, the World Cup in 2010. Um, they then uh, contacted me to find something unique, something that would uplift the youth of the, pro- the province, but also look at promoting the province uh, internationally as well. Uh, hence, the Free State International Football Program was born, uh, a, a project where we link up with a European club. Uh, initially, it was Bolton Wanderers from the, from the Free State, from the UK. Um, a couple of years down the line, we then moved over to Feyenoord Rotterdam in, in the Netherlands, merely because it was a much stronger football brand, a club that has uh, a steep history in, in developing players, They've had South African players there in the past. They know the country quite well as they had a, a partnership with Supersport United uh, a few years ago as well, which produced good results. Um, and we, fo- we thought that at that stage it was a good fit. And up to this point now it's, it's proved uh, to be the right decision to, that we made. And um, Tyron Mondi is sort of the biggest name that has come through the program so far. I mean, his story is really one of the great success stories of such programs in South Africa. Um, He was scouted by Bolton Wanderers and went over there. Can you just tell us a bit more how sort of his story went and where is he now, those things? So Tyron, we scouted at a very young age, I think he was 14 years old when we saw him the first time. This was a player who has never played uh, structured football before. He was playing for his father's club in the, in the township of Hederdal in Bloemfontein um, and playing for his school team. Uh, from the first time we saw him, I think Shoaib Walters was the guy that was with me doing the scouting on that day, the current captain, city goalkeeper. 
Um, we knew that we found someone and some a player that was special. Um, over and above that, after the, the initial trials, we got to speak to the boy and we realized that this was a boy that had, was very disciplined, very respectful. Um, and everything just went from there. So he was scouted by Bolton Wanderers. Um, he was inducted into the year-long football studies program. So he spent a year in Bolton. Um, unfortunately, due to the requirements for players going to the UK, it, it wasn't, he wasn't able to get a visa there. Came back to South Africa, finished uh, grade 11 and 12 in one year. Um, then the final coaches came down. They invited him down over for a week as well. He spent a week there. But at the age of 18, uh, in, in the Netherlands, you have to be something special for, for them to make a decision to bring you over. Um, he then came back and the opportunities were there where he um, started playing varsity football. He was then inducted into the, the SAB under-21 national team um, where they won the, the under-21 national ch championship. He was highest goal scorer as well as player of the tournament. A few PSL clubs then came um, to after him for his signature, but he decided that at the time his best decision was to focus on his studies as well as football. Um, he was then offered a scholarship at the University of Northern Ohio, where he currently is. In the off-season, he will be playing semi-pro for Detroit City in, in the U.S., um, and there are other top um, universities and colleges in the USA that are already wanting him to go as from next season. And just to, to add on that, I mean, Tyron Monday up to now has been um, sort of the, the figurehead of the program, but we also have someone like Toboko Mukwena, who is now currently in the Supersport United first team. Toboko also spent a week at Feyenoord uh, three years ago. Um, he was also captain of the South African under-20 team, who has now qualified for the FIFA World Cup. We have Sheikho Fatsum Abasa, who is at Bloemfontein Celtic, who was also part of the program. So we are now starting to see players who were in the program three, four years ago becoming professional players and in the future will definitely be representing our, our national team. And then how does it work once a player is sort of in the program, maybe he goes overseas to Feyenoord? Um, are you then sort of staying in contact with them or do they then go on their own path? Like how does it go from leaving the program or coming back from the overseas trip to maybe making a nap step into the professional level? Yeah, so we have a database of all the boys that's been on the program, so we're in regular contact with all of them. Um, so players like Toboko Mukwena, Shikofatsu um, Mabasa, there's Bantu Chingu who's in the Sundowns Academy as well, Tyron Mondi. So we, we try and act as mentorship program once they've come back. We, there's a strong emphasis on education in our, in our program, so hence the introduction of scholarship programs, not only abroad, but also, for example, one of our partners is the University of Free State that's able to offer full scholarships for the boys. So all the boys that goes, um, get selected to spend a week at Feyenoord or in the U.S., um, we do look after them when they come back as, as sort of a mentorship program. Mm. And... Um I mean, Rustam mentioned before, Guido, that um, there was a partnership between Feyenoord and Supersport earlier on, and um, if I recall correctly, Kamohelo Mokotjo and Kermit Erasmus were sort of going from South Africa to the Feyenoord Academy and spent um, a few years there. Um, Erasmus came back and is now again overseas, and Mokotjo is still in Eredivisie, and he's high, held in high regard um, in South Africa. 
what sort of the intentions from from your side, from Feyenoord's side, for the program in South Africa? Well, there, there's there's a couple of, uh, of reasons we do this. Firstly, we, we'd like to build our brand uh, across the world, and South Africa is a country that we've we've worked before, um, so we want to to have that momentum here and 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 build our brand and. And secondly, we want to have a, a good idea of what's going on in South Africa in terms of football talent. So uh, players like Rastu mentioned, like Mokwena, uh, to know these boys from, from a younger age and to be able to track their development and have a, a good overview of what's, uh, you know, what's, what's on offer, so to speak, in, in South African talent. Uh, this, is a, this is a fairly good way for us to do that. And, um, I mean, you mentioned already the word talent. Um, and uh, it's maybe just a perception of mine, but I feel when we speak about talent in Europe, we speak about maybe 15, 16-year-old boy or even younger. When we speak about the talent in South Africa, there comes players that are in their late teens or even in the early 20s come to mind. From your point of view, why do you think there's this difference in perception? And maybe you can also explain why you're looking for the program at players that are around 15, 16 and not the older boys. Um, well, there's this law in Holland that any player, sorry, any player over 18 uh, has to go straight on a contract in the Netherlands and on, on a quite a hefty wage. Uh, so before that time arises, uh, you should you should know the player well. So you, you need at least a couple of years to be able to track him and follow his development. So that's why we start around 15. Um, why the difference? which age you, you consider as a talent here in South Africa or in Holland is probably because in Holland uh, we have a, on average a very young league. Uh, players by the time they're 22 they're considered experienced and they're up for uh, a chance abroad. Um, so yeah, we, our, our league is just young and uh, so we look at younger players because we know that by the time they're 23 uh, they're, they're sort of their development ends more or less and they, they're, they're up for the next step. And um, you have been in South Africa now a few times. Um, how would you rate sort of the overall level in South Africa? And if you can, maybe just compare, like, you know, the average South African talent to the average Dutch talent. Like, what are the maybe differences? Well, I would say that the main difference is the, the level of tactical understanding, which will be higher in the Netherlands. Uh, but then if you look at the raw talent, and that will be higher in South Africa, so that the, the way they're technically gifted, um, their, their intuitive football skills are higher here, but in Holland um, we value very highly the way they're able to play in the team, the way they're able to uh, complete tactical tasks. Um, so the best would be if you could combine those worlds, so if you could get a player with raw South African talent and teach him some of the Dutch or European ways, uh, then you could really have a complete player. And um, Rustam, you mentioned earlier that um, Trey Walters was involved in the early stages in the scouting. Can you tell us a bit more like how the scouting works, how maybe the average player or someone in the township in Free State can be found, can become part of this program? Yeah, sure, sure. So we work with the Department of Education and the South African Schools Football Association, SASFA, in the Free State. So what happens at the beginning of the year, the schools would have many tournaments and trials, and they would select regional teams. 
we then uh, combined those regional teams in a one-day event where we would then select the best uh, team players, uh, usually between 32 to 40 players, which would represent the best um, players from, of the province at, that, at its school level. Um, those trials are usually done by scouts that we have in the Free State, and sometimes we'll have a special scouts invited to, to attend. Um, those boys then come onto a, a one-week program at the school holidays, um, sometimes in the July school holidays as well as the September-October school holidays. At these camps, we have two Feyenoord coaches who comes down um, to, to work with the boys over the period of uh, a week times two. Um, after which we would then select um, five boys who would travel to, to Holland for a week. Um, and something just to, to add to that, we've also last year introduced uh, coaching courses for coaches in the Free State. So we're, moving, we're taking the program to the next level in the sense of not only scouting players, but we're also wanting to educate uh, coaches because it obviously the reach then becomes uh, a bit bigger. Uh, Free State is a quite a vast uh, province. There are many rural areas, and the best way to access talents and, and the kids are through the, the teachers and the coaches at the schools. Okay, and um, obviously it sounds like a you know a super program. You know, you focus on the players as well as the coaches' education. Obviously, it costs also quite a bit of money. Is um, sort of pay not covering there a lot or um, are you looking for you know corporates in South Africa to support you know how can people find you to assist yeah so the program up to now has been covered by the Free State Tourism Authority so apart from just the football side of things we also when final coaches come down final uh, would ensure that there's a, a cameraman that comes down um, we then do a mini documentary on the, one of the parts of the Free State. This then gets aired on Final TV back in the, in the Netherlands, thus promoting the Free State. Um, but like all things, you know, sustainability when there's a government-funded project is not always there. So corporate um, corporates are always welcome. You know, they can contact Simsport International, but. Um, the main aim now is for us really just to set uh, the base for a program of this nature. Educating coaches is something that would leave a legacy uh, for much longer, you know, for Feyenoord and for everyone involved. Um, so at this stage, that is our, our focus. Okay. And, and Guido, we mentioned earlier on um, Mokotjo and Erasmus already. Just sort of from your point of view, I mean, they were both with Feyenoord in the early stages of their career and um, are both now back in the national team set up with South Africa. Um, Kamailo Mokotjo, how is he rated in Holland and, and what do you think, how far he can go? Uh, Kamo Mokotjo is very highly rated in Holland. Um, I think he's made it now to be the captain of Twente. Um, he did very well at Feyenoord. It just, he had a lot of competition for his, uh, his best position on, on the pitch. Um, but I think he, he would still be uh, he could still be added value to our team at this moment as well. Uh, it was his decision to leave, take a one step back in order to take two steps uh, ahead. Um, but he's, he's he's regarded as one of the better players in the league. And I think uh, knowing him well personally and knowing his mentality, um, I think he, he could uh, take it to the next level and, and play in one of the cop top competitions in Europe. And I think, you know, I obviously I don't know all the ins and outs, but I think uh, a player like him should be a regular in the South African national team. 
Yeah, I mean there was obviously the controversy between the previous coach and him, but I think we're all happy that he's back now in the setup because every time he's here, he's among the best players on the pitch. And then just Kermit Erasmus, obviously he was with Feyenoord, then he came back to South Africa. Now he's trying his luck overseas again. He's again leaving his comfort zone in South Africa. I, I personally feel that's also something that should be recommended. You know, not just. Um, Staying in your comfort zone in South Africa, where everyone loves you, where when you earn good money with a club like Kaiser Chiefs, and again trying it overseas, um, what do you sort of remember of him as a player? Well, I remember when Kermit uh, first came, uh, when he played with the first team. Obviously, the first thing we remember was his his hairdress. At the moment, he had the blonde mohawk. Um, which back then probably wasn't the wisest choice because it sort of. Uh, made people expect more you know he's very how do you, I'm not sure how to say this but if he would have been a bit more modest in his presentation he would have been given more time you know he presented himself sort of as the next big thing and but I, I came to know him as well and he's a very determined kid um, I know that if he would have had a little bit less competition a bit more chances he would have been able to make it I, I remember he's very explosive as a player uh, very good in front of the goal, just a bit, yeah, stocky. Um, but um, yeah, it wasn't the right time, I think, for him. He, he he would have needed maybe another step, maybe gone on loan on a smaller team where the expectations were a bit bit less high uh, in the Netherlands at that moment when we also needed a, a very good striker uh, that you could uh, sort of uh, trust to score every match. But Kermit. Yeah, I think he's done very well. He can be proud of himself, what he's achieved. And uh, now that he's in France and, and be able to show himself there, yeah, as you said, I can only recommend for players to, to try at least. You know, if you never try, you, you don't know if it will succeed. So, mm. And just to sort of round it off, um, what's sort of Feyenoord's ultimate target with the Free State um, Development Program? Is it, you know, to find someone that can actually represent Feyenoord in the, in the first team or I mean that sounds to me like the ultimate target but you also mentioned obviously to build your brand etc in, in Africa but if you could just sort of try summarize it it's a, it's a good question but I think it, it's, it's, it's multifold you know there, there's not one ultimate target obviously if we can leave a legacy if we can leave a footprint and, and help contribute to the development of football in Free State first and South Africa second uh, and people remember our contribution to it and our part to it and I think we've done very well obviously if one of the players turns out to be good enough for our first team yeah, then everyone would be very happy so if you find a, a next Mokocho or Erasmus uh, that, would be a, that would be a big reward for everyone involved and um, Rastam um, you are one of the only not one of the only you are the only FIFA accredited match agent in South Africa. What exactly does this mean? Okay, so it basically means that I'm accredited by FIFA and covered by uh, FIFA and, and the insurance to coordinate and facilitate international friendly games, training camps for national teams, uh, exhibition games. Um, I've been the only one for the last five years now. Um, working mostly with national teams, coming for training camps, preparing for tournaments, as well as uh, friendly games in East Asia, predominantly China. 
and uh, we also at this stage we've been in discussions for a while now to see if we can bring the Feyenoord first team to South Africa and we hopefully um, will be able to achieve that uh, pretty soon uh, if, if, if logistics allows. All right, thanks Rustem. Um, what an exciting program between Simsport and Feyenoord who've just been crowned uh, champions for the first time in 18 years. Thanks again for your time Rustem and Guido. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.